Welcome to the Yo podcast. Today we are in conversation with the extraordinary Rohit Raj. Rohit was born and brought up in Delhi. His parents are from Kerala and he finished his formal schooling and graduated in BCom honors in New Delhi. He later on went to do some computer networking certifications and has worked in various IT firms like Dell, American Express, Cisco Systems. for close to about 10 years designing and troubleshooting some of the most complex network security systems in the world being a passionate crumper he's part of the crump group or the crew delhi mosh pit to summarize what rohit raj is exactly he's a mindset and a movement coach and an international trainer a crump dancer an nlp practitioner a speaker a juggler a dj and a youtuber so this is our extraordinary rohit raj let's welcome him today hi rohit hey oh my guys? god what is this like oh what god. is this talent shower wow immense awesome so excited awesome, awesome. so so privileged to have you i'm really happy to be here truly because it's a great space thank you so much uh so let's start with how what is this crazy talent that you have really amassed over the time how did this happen various streams i see that you got into computer networking and you've gotten into dance um, as well as event event management also so how what brought you to this point where you thought i could do all of this because it needs some courage to think that you can do so much so what what got you there i feel like it's not like a straight jump to a certain space mm-hmm. it's a journey that we go mm-hmm. through and i think the kind of the place from where i came in the way i was conditioned and the way i was growing up i felt like uh, the way things happened to me i just you know uh went with my intuition or whatever i just went with the life or jaise jaise whatever happened we just went with it a lot of things happened the first half was much more like computer you know i was in a different mindset i was in like pretty much in the computer scene then i came back down to the dancing scene mm-hmm. i started doing there there i realized that uh, every time there is a different realization you know some of the other kind of realization so things just happened to me like i was dancing then i realized that after some time i could do some djing i really loved djing started doing some djing that was a little bit battle djing and all then uh, you know did some juggling just like that just for fun i mean and then pretty recently you know there has been some career shifts as well so i think the major career shift is coming from it mm-hmm. moving into dance arts you know all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and then from there moving into um this new thing uh, of being a mindset coach or a movement coach mm. right i pretty recently got certified for a life coach and then it was more like i always wanted to not really do it but it was like i was into personal growth and stuff or um, i would have a, a set of people who would always reach me out for some kind of help you know because or or help in a sense that or oh, some confusion or something that they are not sure they want to share so 
that thing happened and somehow you know i i felt like i, I should actually develop more skills in myself just not call myself as a dancer mm. because i think every person has like multiple skills and a lot of stuff he can monetize mm. you know and and a lot of stuff he can do and become a lot right but um so then i thought let me just add a couple of skills so life coaching and training thing mm-hmm. that happened then i did like a nlp thing so all that helps me with my coaching so i've already started doing some coaching uh, work with like few clients you know and started doing some training assignments like pretty cool you know assignments so so yeah so that's how the whole thing is happening um i think i didn't do nothing extraordinary <laughs> but it just um was an ordinary way of um choosing whatever came to me and i don't know it just happened in a very beautiful way right we disagree yes. strongly that is your humility speaking but the, uh, that it's not true my friend you <laughs> are extraordinary true. in every way possible you are absolutely absolutely with so many i mean it's not easy to shift <laughs> into so many genres and they're not too interconnected also i mean they are everything is interconnected we can come to that but um something that i've really liked uh, reading in your intro was how you love human consciousness and also about human evolution and development this is i think these are topics that are really close to you uh, why are they like that how why did they become your favorite one of those things that you really love to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I had to put a sigh before I start the answer. <laughs> mm. Because it's an interesting question. It's not an, it's not a question which I would answer you give me and I'll answer mm. right away. Like I have to uh, you know take my time to answer that. I think because the place where I was in my journey it led me into opening up to myself. Mm. and the moment i opened up to myself and i um witnessed or experienced a certain level of growth in my uh level of awareness mm-hmm. or as i mentioned there evolution or consciousness the, when i when i experienced that in a um little bit i realized that it was really uh important you know it was really important and it was such a foundational thing that uh, i was missing throughout mm-hmm. you know so that kind of got me into it and i got like kind of more serious towards it and then once i started doing more and more work on myself and you know trying different things a lot of different stuff you know so then the belief started to grow and it started to um i also started getting some signs you know in a certain way that um it's like there is a certain kind of a communication that's happening all the time right from the universe and to you as a person who is perceiving this or living here or whatever you know if you are able to tap into that conversation or let me say uh, tap into that communication is really powerful right because it opens certain uh, things in you which you never thought existed because if you always thought that you were limited and if you thought that oh i was limited and i had no money and i didn't do much and blah blah, blah. if you feel feel like that then you would never be able to open up to a bigger possibility of who you are right which exists for sure uh you don't believe it that's a different thing 
you know that's a, that's that's a very cute thing that you have in your mind that you don't believe in yourself but uh, when when you start believing in yourself and when you experience that uh, by yourself uh, this work is like very powerful and it's it's very it's a very needed work mm. i think so so that that that's the reason i kind of got into it you know and i kind of uh, went with it and and it it still inspires me a lot it it really um it's closer it's very close to me but the problem is that i cannot speak it out to a lot of people i cannot talk about a lot of things to a lot mm-hmm. of people because everybody is in a certain way and everybody perceives reality in a certain way which is which is amazing but uh, a by factor of that is that they are also closed to other perspectives of living or other perspectives of being or it could be mm-hmm. anything you know and then when they close themselves then they don't have space to see that oh is that a possibility let me try that possibility if that works maybe it works maybe it doesn't work we'll see but uh, <laughs> i completely so, yeah. agree i think the perspective of reality and the way you perceive the world um is a very tricky it's a very unique and beautiful thing but it is also uh i feel very often needed that you kind of take take the take the opinions and and you know the and have the empathy that you can actually think about others reality because we believe so much in our own reality we believe so much in our belief system and moral codes and to open up like you say to say yeah everybody has their own re- uh, reality in a certain way but i i would like to experience your reality as well i want to understand how you see the world that's really hard to do but very beautiful i feel yeah absolutely that's absolutely. amazing it's really amazing so nice yeah so um Okay, so you are in so many ways so diverse and you have a very, I feel, strong body and mind connection. You also discovered Crump for yourself, for example, which is one of my like favorite things in the world, topics in the world when it comes to energy and feeling and authentic, like authentic way of expressing yourself. Uh, when did it start for you? Like, were you a child when you already started going into movements and flowing and dancing? Or when when did you discover that in general? I think uh, um, pretty young. Um, I think I was doing some, I might be as a very small kid, you know, you might be doing some stuff and your parents would always encourage you. They say, hey, that's cool, that's cool. You did it. And next time they will want you to do it in some fun. We are the play for them, you know? So they play. <laughs> they, they play with. So, so we're doing that. And uh, uh, I got something, appreciation. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. I think that's how it started, like, as a toddler, you know, growing up. But but I think um, really as when I was in school, Then I started dancing. I took part in some competitions and stuff. And and then once I did some performance in first time, I did like a first show, like a solo performance in front of like thousand people. Um, and that was really powerful for me. Like, you know, that was really amazing. And uh, from there, somehow, I think the seed start maybe started or even before that it was there. But then um, that's how it kind of, you know, started as just people just giving you more vibe, just like Trump, mm. you know. Mm. <laughs> you just give more vibe it's not like to a kid you say that oh you can try to walk for the next two months and if that doesn't happen now that's it you don't walk right yeah. you don't say that you you encourage him to always go further and go to his best right 
Trump is just like that. You, you, it's not about hyping. Mm. It's about giving that energy to the other person so that they can, you know, bring their best out. So, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And when did it start for you that you discovered Crumb for yourself and that you kind of felt like deeply connected to it? I think in 2000, um, first I found, I think it was in 2010, I think, something like that. Uh, that was the first time I heard about Crump and something was there. I never, but I was dancing hip hop. So, so other styles I was learning. And um, so way, way after that, like then I saw like, I think 2013 or 12 or something, I saw this, uh, this thing, um, Crump documentary that's there. You know, and then I saw these people, then I had this uh, tie-dyes, he has his videos, you know, we, we saw that and I was like, wow, that's crazy, like crazy. Now, I did not think of doing it. It just was there in my subconscious. Maybe it stayed there, but I never did it. But later on, as I went to other people where I was learning, I think my body language by default, it wanted to be a certain way, but subconsciously, because I never trained on it, you know, so... So then uh, they said that, oh, your body kind of moves like in a certain way. It has a certain energy mm. to it, the way you move. So probably you should try Crump. So I, I hear Crump a couple of times and I feel like, okay, probably I should do it. And that's how I kind of, you know, started getting into it. Mm. And then once I started researching about Crump, what exactly it is, what it is, then I, I, I really loved it. I started doing it. You know, it was really amazing. Um, I mean, that time I was just doing it. I was not really feeling it or whatever, you know, I mean, you, you know how when mm. people begin things. So it was cool, but growing in Crump is also like a journey. Like it, it went from various phases and it went in various um, ways. And the way I thought about it, because, you know, me, I'm, I'm changing as a person. I'm changing as a person every day. So whatever I do changes. Right. Which means that if I express myself a certain way, that thing changes. If I dance, that changes a certain way. So that also had a journey to it. It went from various phases. Right. But it, I discovered it early 2012, but um, uh, really found my love for it more like deeper connection with it. I think when I went to Crumpire in 2017, mm -hmm. Because there, when I saw a lot of people and the way the styles were and the way people were um, doing the way the movement was, you know, it really inspired me to go like uh, stronger on myself, you know, use all that knowledge and make, that was the, I think the genesis of me going deeper in my crump, right? Before that, it was, I was doing things and it was cool, but then I needed a space where I could feel deeply with it and be more authentic with it. So that took some time. 17 was a good time. And then after that, it changed obviously in so many ways. It, it's always changing. Every After every lab, it's changing. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. so. that's amazing. Uh, like your parents or uh, do you have siblings as well? Like how is your family reacting to all the things you do in general? How do they influence you? How do they talk with you about you being such a great entrepreneur? Uh, it's, it's kind of cool. They're cool with it. You know, initially when I left my uh, job nine to five, and then I came here, that was the time initially they had a little bit of hiccup. They're like, Oh, what you going to do? How are you going to do? I told them that, okay, I'm going to do it for one year. 
And if nothing works out, of course, I'm going to come back. I'm not a dumb, dumb guy. Right? Of course, I understand. Right. And so and I said that I'm like, cool, we'll do that. After one year, I got like, I was like, hmm, no, I need two more. Like, I need one more year, man. <laughs> I'm just starting it. So then it pushed, pushed, pushed. Then somehow they realized, but they also um, saw that, okay, I want to really do this. And, you know, it's not easy. They also realized mm. to, because they also treat me like a grown adult, right? They, they, uh, uh, they appreciate uh, what I might have thought of, right? So I think... They thought that, okay, if this guy is, you know, leaving all this job and all this good position and all this great space he's in and trying something very new, he might have thought something about it, mm. right? And I had to give them that assurance too. To be honest, I didn't think nothing about it. I just thought like, okay, let's just go. We'll see, you know, <laughs> like that I went into it. But uh, I think they are very supportive. They have been very supportive. They have, uh, they have really helped me to... They've given me the support, man. They've given me that space so that I can just, you know, think for myself and try to make some choices of my own, you know. Because if I feel like I, I because I know like probably there is a space in India or wherever where the parents actually have a certain level of control over their mm. kids or they have a certain energy that kind of limits mm. the kids, right? If that pressure is kind of released out, the, it, this, 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 this beautiful thing can realize what you know how how much you know how wherever it can go to it it has more, when you have freedom you can do a lot of things right so yeah so i think they've gave they've given me that freedom they've supported me so they're cool with it i think that's amazing to hear they just want me to be good and they just want me to do it my best whatever i don't tell a lot of things what i do projects and stuff like i don't discuss details but um but yeah they 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 feel it that I'm cool. <laughs> that is so nice to hear. Exactly. <laughs> really nice to hear. Because it sometimes means a lot to get somebody's support, somebody who you, especially parents and or siblings, it does feel, it fills you with a lot of gratitude and, you know, a good feeling. Mm. And also I feel like um, just, um, it, it, this, this thing also has nuances to it that sometimes they might tell you stuff. They might show their frustration about you not mm. uh, utilizing your time or doing something and, and they being supportive. These are two different things, but if, when they come together, it's for you to see that which one has more value, you know, you know, there is a gratitude factor attached to this whole thing. Because they can be rude to you sometimes. They can be, um, they can say that, oh, don't do it, do something else, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but at the end of the day, they are still supporting you. You know, they're there and they're supporting you. So I think that kind of, if you look through it, I think it's cool. For sure. Of course. I feel the same. I, I've been, I think they've all been to the same. Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> getting this um, support with the parents, I think it's something else. In India, I think it it is even more, uh, the relationship, the dynamic is also very different that we share with our parents. Mm. So yeah, yeah, you've you've brought mm. in a very good point there with uh, parents and gratitude. It's really nice. I'd like to also ask you about some, something which is very personal to you: spirituality. This term really caught my eye because I see this quite a lot, lot more than I've seen in the past, like maybe five years ago. I would have not seen this word come up maybe it's because of social media as well 
that we see this word used as well as misused both ways you know and what's your take on it and how do you uh, how are you on your spiritual path and can you talk a little bit i know this is a very deep topic to even the word i can't i think we'd have to find one separate podcast to do this like an entire episode on spirituality but what's your take on it and how do you um, look at it topic spirituality and the power yeah, i think the question the light came yeah, the power is here what a topic man there was a sitting in the in this light yeah okay please go ahead yeah um where did this journey begin maybe where did this journey begin hmm, that's a that's a good way to go about with it because it's a very broad scope yeah, yeah, that yeah. you that is that's what i'm saying because but then it, I, i i kept read, reading through when you said secrets that are not usually uh, seen they're hidden and things like this all led me to uh, that word i think because that is what spirit is all about right like all the layers that we have we we'll talk about the we we'll talk about the secrets yeah. as well but um, i think it started for me um, in a very naive way right in a very naive way as it happens to a lot of people which means that um um in a certain way it's your understanding of the reality of what do you think is real and what do you think and and what can happen and what cannot happen you know all that stuff creates a reality for yourself mm. right it's about um your understanding of it right you can be at a lower stage of understanding which is great no problem it's amazing you know we all are we are, everyone is right and you can be at a um, higher level of understanding now the words that i might used um okay let me just say where it started for me for me i think it started at a point where um i left my job and then i was in a space where i was pretty much um you know even before that i used i heard these terms you know and i would talk about these things that oh i'm spiritual um um but you know what i'm not religious i'm spiritual i'm not religious you know i would toss this around and this is like way back like you know 15 years back i think where uh, i was still working and if this topic comes up i would act like that and which is cool whatever i didn't know nothing from there you know the thing i think see the main area is inward and outward right that's the main spot that's the main space mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this whole story of everything what you're talking about it's either inside or mm-hmm. outside the moment you realize moment you um see that inside is important and you start the work inside you 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 are starting your journey you know you are starting your thing until the time you are in the outside probably uh it might happen a certain way but i think uh, um that happened to me when i was um, uh in my after my job i left it and i was in um this um dance situation <laughs> right this dance situation and i'm uh, kind of in a place where i'm kind of broke and there i realized that there had to be a certain way to come out of this situation and i should do something mm-hmm. to come out of it and you are in a very bad state negative state mm-hmm. so i tried doing some 
um, things for myself, like, you know, checking out some YouTube videos to get motivated and stuff. I, I saw this guy called Jim Rohn, mm. if you've heard of um, Jim Rohn. And, and he said this one thing where he said that um, it this is like one of those details which I remember. That's why I'm mm. telling you, but because it's like a collection of so many things. So he said that um, uh, if you want to change yourself, right, if you want to change something in the world, don't change something in the world, change it uh, within you, right? And the world starts to change. And um, I was like, hmm, that's a very powerful thing that if you change yourself, the world changes for you. Oh, I thought like the world is a certain way and it happens to me a certain way and then whatever happens, we'll see, <laughs> right? But um he said that you change yourself and then the world outside starts to change. Got okay. It. Was a very powerful thing. Um, I took that thought. I, I went with it, started working with it. That was my first interaction to knowing this information about, oh, there is a world inside, mm -hmm. you know, right? Inward is also a journey, mm -hmm. right? So that's this place from where it started, I think. And, you know, and then with some months and months and years of work, a lot of things changed in me. A lot of um, the way I started perceiving the reality that changed, everything changed, you know, like things like, of course, it just didn't happen directly to me. I had to put in the work, which means that I was constantly reading a you know, lot of different kinds of books related to this. You know, what is this idea about? How could we do it? How can we make ourselves better? How can we become the highest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean for a limited mind like us to even perceive something like that, that, oh, there is a, there is a space where you can go. Mm. For a lot of people, this could just be like a woo-woo thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> In the circle, they say woo-woo. <laughs> then they do a little question mark, like woo-woo thing. For a lot of people, it could be like that, but, but, uh, but, but when you work on yourself, um, I feel that you have a potential to change the reality outside and you have the, you have the ability to influence your life, which means being the creator of your own reality, not a victim of a certain circumstance that happened to you and that happened to you. And you're like, okay, I have to be like this, do this, react to this, you know, accept this or not accept this, or go crazy. That's all choices that we have. And, and to, to, to know or to, to feel that, okay, that's how it is. Um, that's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is there is a way that you can probably uh, be the creator and change the reality. So, so yeah, I, I saw that we went into like various different places. But if you asked, if I want to bring it back to the initial question, where did I found it? I found it at that particular space. You know, that's where, where I started turning inward. And then with, you know, as, as I said, like a lot of books and seminars and various things, um, experiences, um, <laughs> a lot of different things, you know, and somehow uh, it changed. It, it got me more serious towards this work. And then, yes, I've been doing my things and, I mean, I've been doing my practices and I've been going with it. Um, like every day you probably feel connected to something. There is, there, there is something that, uh, um, 
there is something that would probably want to have a communication with you. <laughs> wow. So, I also don't want to appear in a certain way that it, it sounds more philosophical and not um, chewable enough, right? Because if it's not chewable enough, not everybody would um, buy, no, let me not say buy in, let me say not everybody would appreciate this idea mm. that there is a great, there is a bigger greatness in everybody, mm. right? They would hear it. It sounds very good. Wow, of course, it's a great thing. Uh, yeah, I'm great. I've heard how, how to react to all, all of that. I, mm. I know that. But to know that and to feel it in your bones that you, you, you have the capacity or capability to create something of your own mm. and have that impact on the world or do something, whatever it is, you know, for some people, it's a lot of money or fame or this or that or whatever, whatever that is. So, so yeah, so it has the potential to do that. Once you realize, once you are in touch with a little bit mm -hmm. of that, um, promise there is nobody else who has to tell you that, right? You 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 put in that work and you 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 want to um, see what is possible for you. Exactly, put in the work is a good thing to say, yeah. and and like it is so amazing to listen to you. Like I really deeply connect with what you're saying, and also. Uh, I can so easily can see why you also are so much in touch with nature and greenery and, you know, the air and water and mountains. And uh, we were just speaking about, um, and me and Sarjan, I wanted to ask you about the project that you're planning because you wanted to combine nature with art, uh, with crumb and... Um, I know there's a lot of advertisement going on and everything like this, uh, so we could already get a sneak uh, sneak preview. But like, I would love to ask you on a much more personal level how that idea arise and you know what do you deeply hope for artists in the crumb community to gain out of such an intimate uh, experience with nature and themselves and their fellow dancers, because it's such an amazing idea. I love it. Like, Okay. Thank you for that question and for what you said. And I must say that, uh, um, I think for everybody, um, it's important to know that there is a space beyond movement. I've been in the dancing for quite some time and I've seen that people are a lot much interested in the movement part of it that, okay, let's put in a lot of effort to practice and make the movement very nice and great and crazy. And that's amazing. That's wonderful. That's needed. But uh, I feel that um, uh, your problem, your movement has so much limitation without the mindset, right? So when you put that mindset aspect into it, or when you put that personal growth aspect into Crump, or in other words, in any of your dance or art or whatever, the, 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 the speed or the broad broadness or the breadth in which you can grow, uh, that is a lot, you know, mm -hmm. that is a lot. Because I realized that, you know, just changing a lot of some basic beliefs about who I am as a dancer mm -hmm. and how I can shed those beliefs over me if they doesn't serve me. Um, I realized that that had a lot of impact on my dancing because just, just knowing that I was, um, 
a certain way, you know, <laughs> it, it gave a lot of edge to my physical dancing. My physical dancing changed a lot in a lot of ways. So this retreat is majorly um, an amalgamation of mindset and movement, where what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to bring some aspect of personal growth into crump. So, which means that um, we will do some, um, we will um, talk a little bit about meditation. We'll do some foundational personal growth thing. We are not going to go crazy because it's a more crump event. But um, so we have some medita- meditation sessions, some yoga sessions, some breathwork sessions, wow. um, some reflection sessions. <laughs> they, are, they are pretty cool because I think uh, reflection can also, if you can ask good questions to yourself, and if you know how to find the answers to those good questions, that's a great space to have clarity. Right. So, so, so reflections are very important because sometimes people are stuck with this belief that they are not good enough. They feel that they need approval from somebody else or a higher authority or a higher person or somebody who can, your teacher or somebody say that, oh, you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keep doing it. They need that dopamine to hit them, which is cool in a certain way. I, 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 I know that's important. We should give it to them, but um, that's a very addictive dopamine. Once you have that, you want to have more and more of it. You feel like, man, I want to please tell more about me. Please tell me, am I doing good? Am I, am I, am I in the right track? Am I, you haven't even put in enough work before you can start to talk like this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 100% for sure. sure. um, So, yeah, I think, uh, So yeah, so I think um, this this um, nature retreat would give them a lot of space to connect uh, with their art, with uh, uh, where they have a space which is in the nature, and nature has a power to heal somebody. You know, it has a power to heal somebody faster, or not like people need healing, but you know, it has a space where learning has a very profound effect. When you learn in nature, it has a very um, powerful effect. So, mm. so I mm. think um, right. that's one of the things in the personal growth part, as I said. So, so that part, and then we have some um, um, events. We have some classes going on, like uh, every every day we have three classes going on, and uh, then people are going to stay there, chill, eat, party over there. They would have like a certain schedule for for the whole day, and they were and and I'll talk about the great thing. They would have three train uh, trainings, as I said, and um, every day at the end of the day, there's going to be an event, a cromp event. So, f- sorry, first day we have um, mosh pit sessions. Second day we have some tricks. Third day we have get off, test your get off. Third, fourth day we have a final uh, main event. We have some exhibitions. So, so every day we have an event. But um, okay, all, all these are like just, you know, technical stuff. But I think the main thing about the whole thing, which I'm planning to do is introduce a concept called gamification, right? So gamification is actually a concept which I learned in my training module, which was a very powerful concept, I felt, where you use games to um, on, on like a large number of people and you bring in about some changes in them, some positive changes, mm-hmm. like um, leadership skills, creativity, strategic skills, you know, that kind of stuff. So in corporates, they use it mm. a lot. They, they hire trainers and they do it. It's like a proper thing. And I was like, that would be a cool thing to introduce it into a dance scene, Absolutely. right? So so the, the base of the four days, it's going to be on a gamification model, which means that already they would be divided into three teams. Uh, should I say the whole story? 
okay, I'll say it. So <laughs> they'd be divided into three teams and they would have certain activity that they would need to perform in a, in a team, which would require some strategic thinking, which, which would require some creativity, which would require them to perform in a team together mm-hmm. because with, without performing in a team, you know, and how to be with a leader or how to be with a team or how to um, pull off something, you know. So so those kind of stuff are going to be there. So the base is going to be there. there there's going to be game boards. Um, every day they would have their scoring uh, met and at the end of the day. So basically game has a certain mechanics to it. Like it has competition in it. It has excitement in it. It has a reward in it. And it has an outcome in it, a clear outcome of what should happen, how you should goal. So similarly, we will... So, so that's the whole thing. So gamification is one of the base of this camp. So gamification, personal growth, um, some some very interesting activities, um, not like regular stuff, but good, interesting activities. The classes are the most powerful things. And I keep that at the last because I feel from the last, it has to kick up. Mm. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the classes i know the classes are going to be cool no problem <laughs> it sounds so amazing really it does. I've, I've recently uh, it does. i just went to rishikesh and i saw the venue and i've just come back with the venue and the venue is beautiful it's a it's a wonderful space i'm going to post the pictures in a couple of days so wow. it's amazing it's like a crazy space like some step farming some surrounded by amazing nature and um we got all the requirements and stuff. So yeah, so it's cool. So I'm, I'm pretty happy and I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, what I expect for the dance community to gain out of this, uh, I would say that... Uh, um, I really like that, no? Just thinking, answering. Yeah, you can see the deep and rooted Mm. calmness <laughs> and, and mindfulness he has. He's not just picking up. our listeners. This yeah <laughs> people are like no no, no it's so no. it's so interesting no, no. um i feel that for the people um it's a great space to connect with them because i see the why i took that pause is because i'm i don't want to use I want to use some right choice of words rather than just saying it like that that oh you're gonna have this that obvious see ex- except the obvious benefits that oh yes you will learn and you will all that stuff the the main thing which i expect which i plan to bring into the crumb community i think is that i want to bring in an aspect of uh, um, personal growth with crumb you know or let me say that um where people can connect with themselves more mm. keep doing your dance but when you connect with yourself more at a at a deeper level you know so much changes in you so much uh, uh, your, your dancing changes, everything changes in you. So I think that that mindset part, that working on yourself part, that has, I feel, that is the thing which I bring in with this. That, that's what I, I want to bring in a new way of learning, which is not like an ordinary, regular teacher come, student come, teacher teach, student learn, which is great. That's what we're going to do too. But I want to bring in some new ways of um, uh, bringing more deeper knowledge um, to to the crumb community and not just superficial stuff right i want to bring in a space where people can go deeper within themselves you know in various ways and they can see themselves 
yeah. It's an amazing cause. It's an amazing idea. I feel like it's really, really intense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not sure. We can, we cannot be sure whether a person would learn or would they go deep into themselves. We cannot be sure of anything. But what I really like about it is you're sure that you're creating a platform. You're enabling this process. You know, we just I, we cannot be sure, but I am hundred percent positive that you know. To get a platform is already, you know, people are really grateful for to to have that to have that space in nature, like you said, and uh, you know, to to go into depth of anything, it's not that easy to do in the modern day hustle and bustle. It's just very very difficult because the noise outside is so loud. So sometimes going into the nature and you know, with guidance like yours, I'm sure it's going to turn out to be a great event. For sure. Yeah, That's what I'm sure of. 100%. 100%. And actually, I see all of the... Um, before starting the conversation, I did say that, so, you know, there's so many things that you've done and it seems, um, you know, not too much, everything is interconnected, but I see how deeply interconnected all of the things that you've done are. Yes. Now I actually see that, even including your computer science, because it was also networking there. Here also you're doing the same. You're connecting, connecting, connecting oh. and connecting. Oh. Damn good, damn good. Really nice. Wow. wow. No, I I am out. <laughs> this is like Yeah, it's really like I feel like it is so so good that you are having an idea of creating a space for people to come together and connect in a much more deeper level. Mm. Um when we were like talking before, we were also you and me, right? We were talking a little bit about social media and um, aspects of it. Which actually, like, uh, should we start with the random four, mm -hmm. Saji? Yeah, so because my first question, we're going to ask you four very random questions and would like to have your insights and your thoughts about it. Um, the first question I wanted to ask you is about social media, because you told me once that you very often deprive yourself a little bit from that world because of mental space and mental, um, mental health. And I wanted to ask you if you can give us a tip or an insight about in the times of social media today, how do you kind of deprive yourself from all of the instant gratifications and all of the content? And how do you kind of heal a little bit from the overflow of information and calm down a little bit? Can you give us an insight or a tip how to do that? Mm, it's a great question, I think. And uh, because this time is full of uh, actions. You know, this time is like a, the time that we are living in. It's one of the most powerful times where the distraction is at the highest level, right? Everything is a distraction around you. And and it's I know that it's a little hard to stay away from it. But uh, sometimes you have to, I think uh, we have to put that work where we go ahead and, you know, as, as she said, you know, just remove ourselves from a space. So a few things which I do is... Um, I would go off social media for let's say a week or 10 days or 15 days or something like that. That could be one thing I would, I would usually go on a retreat. You know, that's what I've been doing for a few, uh, uh, few years in the past where I go for a 10 day retreat, uh, like a meditation retreat. It's called Vipassana, you know, and it, uh, it happens up North, you know about it. Yeah. So so yeah, so I go out for that. Maybe that could, if you, I think being more aware is the key. 
uh, that, that's the main key I would talk about. I won't talk about how can you put a mask on something which has happened. Mm. I would tell you how to avoid it, mm. right? Mm. Because uh, to go and re- reclude yourself is also a form of a, a distraction that you have from this present reality because, oh, you're probably not able to handle this. So now you are moving out into something mm. else, which could probably be a, like a, you know, something like a good diet or it could be like retreat or meditation or whatever. So I think um, raising awareness is one thing, you know, being more mindful about uh, your daily habits, day-to-day stuff that you do. How can you reduce a little bit of stuff from there? Not to, how can you make tangible changes in your daily life with which you can actually remove those things? A simple thing is not to uh, probably keep a phone next to your bed or not the last thing to see it. Keep it a little away from your phone, not the first thing you watch. Give yourself like hour or two you know, in some, some personal work, do, do some journaling or meditation, you know, some, some yoga or something, you know, within yourself where you connect with yourself and then later on, go pick that up. That's, that's amazing. That's some, some very basic, basic stuff. Absolutely. That's really, that's great. I feel like it's so important. Like you said, how do we start the day? Also awareness, I think is the key. If you're aware I'm using my phone a lot. If you're aware, it's eating me up somehow. Um, I'm very distracted. I'm not putting so much work into my reality, but I'm always on the virtual reality. Mm. I think mm. awareness is already a big step. Like, mm. like be aware how much you use your phone for what you use it, what you see. Mm. Yeah, that's great. That's a great answer. Uh, the the second question I have for you is <laughs> quite funny. Um, it The question is, what is the worst advice you ever received? was the worst advice that I ever received. I think the worst advice I ever received was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, let me think. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's a random, really random question. Yeah, yeah. it's like... I don't know if I have to go deep on this question. I just like just touch the surface and come back. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to think about great advices because we kind of blend out after a while, I hope, the bad. But if you really think about like the worst advice or advices you got in your life, it's much more like you have to really think about it. Like, yeah, absolutely right, man. Like, I think it's a, it's a simple question, but it when you see it from the other side, you're like, ah, what's the worst advice I ever got? Yeah. I think the worst advice would be when somebody told me, man, like, don't go, don't leave the job or maybe, you know, just, just stay here. Don't do this. Like, just be here. Like, be the part of the herd, man. Be be the herd and just be with us and, and just be how everything is going, you know? There's a predictable mm. future ahead of you. Why don't you do go that? Go with the known. Mm. You know, don't even try to go to the unknown. That's the worst decision people have made. Once, I'm, once I feel like that was, that's not cool. That's not even a thing to say to people. So yeah, Absolutely. That, yeah. To stay, like, always be safe, never take risks. Like, uh, don't go against the stream. Like, yeah, I feel, and they don't mean bad when they say it, but it, mm, if you would have done it, you would have mm. never grow and evolve to the person you are today mm. and you're going to even further be in, in the rest of the journey mm. you have ahead. And I appreciate the process that's out there because of which that kind of a thought or a mindset uh, people talk about because that, 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 that process has to be there. The society has to run a certain way. So it has to be a certain way, you know, so 
people have to think a certain way that uh, you know so this is how you do it we have this way okay take this job go go work have, have mm. kids mm. you know and then they have your whole process Planned plan like from start to birth mm. let's just say we need some people like you me and sautanya absolutely in the world <laughs> a little bit cuckooness so craziness so sautanya please <laughs> What a way to introduce me Kukunes and Saudinya one word thank you <laughs> all right <laughs> so um what is that one socially accepted practice which is based on gender that you do not completely agree on mm, we have to break that question down there's some kind of socially accepted practice which is based on genders in the sense uh, duties of male and female or probably how a man or women should look like or how they should work or whatever there is something about this that socially it is accepted but then you don't personally mm. think it makes any sense or you think actually it is very regressive is there anything like that any practice that puts you off or you think can be bettered but it's accepted by everybody lot of people in the society mm, i think um Keep thinking. I mean, there are a lot of yeah, them. I would exactly. say, like so, so, um, yeah. I mean, I think the way uh, I think people are, the women are seen in the society. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have, uh, like I, yeah. I mean, the way they give a certain um, um, frame of thought. uh when a female is in the position or when a man is in the position it's different right and it's it's a different obviously is different in various places various uh, million factors mm. are there you know i'm just generally saying that it's a little different if you mm. see so that if could probably be you know i feel like if if people if females can have like more um you know freedom and 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 i'm not saying freedom from the sense like of course everybody has freedom and everybody has everybody can do whatever they want to but uh, not you could not do everything over here in india there might be things that you would probably not want to do here and there might be some things that if you're in in a different country where the culture is a little more evolved uh, there it might be okay you know mm. what i'm saying get it so just general i think a uh, way of perceiving mm. women i think um could be a thing i mean there there could be so, so many be small small details no? you know i think uh, but i'm really looking at it from a space where uh, mm-hmm. yeah if something could be changed i agree completely and it's also important that a man says yeah. that no yeah. because um there are so many small things um that you judge women according to the way they dress or mm. uh, even tattoos or something or piercings mm. or something exactly. like this exactly. yeah and you mean like that in that sense freedom uh, that they they should it should be equally normal and equally okay for a woman mm. to dress and act and and mm. have uh, how she wants and have tattoos and i feel mm. like yes you're right and it's so socially accepted to it, mm. it is okay if you hear men saying a oh, Oh my god like look what she's wearing or look look at her tattoo and it's so socially accepted mm. nobody would ever mm. walk up to that man and say excuse me what did you just say you know nobody ah. would do that mm. right because it's so normal yeah right, right, right. yeah 
exactly exactly now i like how you put like you know you put this uh, examples of tattoo and stuff yeah. mm-hmm. that's exactly what i meant like in a way that there are smaller smaller details you know these are some examples tattoo is one thing you know this is one thing but yes but in a larger um, picture how women are generally um, treated or uh, mm-hmm. the independence that they uh, lack from the Because society Yeah. Because when you have to say this thing that oh women are uh, equal to men, mm. like if you have to say that statement, that sounds like there is an understatement that it was not like that before. Yeah. So now we are saying that it is like that, <laughs> right? So to say that thing itself is like a um, like a bias. You know, it's like a bias that you already hold for yourself. Exactly. exactly. And then you're acting from that. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. You're so right on that, my God. Mm. And the topic is never, you know, one of those things that I think we could actually go on for a little bit as well, like you said, because there's so many small, small things that you could really talk about in detail, right? Like you say, some example, your 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 yeah. friend might tell you this, some injustice somewhere. I mean, these are not like really broad, like really fiery injustices, but these small things really can upset you through the day. will always make you feel like you have to fight for something you have to do something as a woman all the time it can get a bit tiring mm-hmm. as well but you're mm-hmm. so right on that yeah i mean i'm so glad to hear a man say that because uh it puts lot lot of things into perspective also for many people you know when you're listening to a man say this it also kind of again a stereotype that when a man says it we listen to it as well lot of then again mm-hmm. there's another cycle there very lot of viciousness but i am so happy that you've brought in amazing spirituality to it thank you um what is this who is this one person in your life uh, that you have never met one person who you have never met has really rocked your world <laughs> anybody wow. mm. uh i would say that one person i haven't met who has rocked my world is a guy called leo leo gora there is a guy called leo okay. gora and he is a guy from us and he runs a, a youtube channel right mm-hmm. and his name of the channel is actualize.org right and the moment the first instances of me ever 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 trying to come in closer contact with myself was the point when i first saw one of his videos about some regular random stuff about some some basic you know day to day things and he does videos on um, you know personal growth and spirituality and and you know um evolution and all this stuff he he does videos and then i was watching his and then as i started you know he he was a important source from where uh he really uh, his videos really helped me to um you know go inward and uh, take that journey up let me say or be more serious about that journey mm-hmm. and that was like a major shifting point i think in my life where things just uh you know shifted for me i haven't met him yet but i'm one of his like i really uh, follow his um his his um teaching and his work and what he does and he's a pretty cool guy he's a crazy crazy um individual and uh, yeah so he's that one guy i think who hasn't who hasn't and then there are people i sometimes i read and stuff there's a guy uh, dr joe dispenza if you have oh, heard of um yes 
So I would really want to meet him once. He's one of the people who has really like in in the shifting process. There is one process which accelerates the uh, process. Okay, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so he came in as a you know a, a moment where he accelerated certain things. So his his things and his um, um, teachings and his his research and you know all his work that he has done. It's it's crazy to read all of that. So he's also one of the people I would like to meet so wow yeah these two people i think that's a good bucket list. yeah seriously if anybody from them listens you heard it here first <laughs> message rohit raj <laughs> yes rohit raj wow you're gonna write a rap song for you guys but just message him <laughs> call him he wants to talk to you guys come on Like, I feel like, see, like, I think like an hour with you is really not enough. I, I think we could, we should literally speak for five hours, but we are always trying to kind of maintain, so, like, but we can make another part with you. I think, uh, I think it'll be fun. A lot of, lot to, lot yeah, to speak about. Yeah. Lot to speak we about. We still haven't talked about the secrets. Oh my goodness. So we have, we have one more part coming for that. We have to do one. No, oh no. <laughs> like, so the secret shall uh, be revealed. Please watch second in the next episode, second, second the next episode <laughs> of, oh, of Monthly with Rohit in the EO podcast. Exactly. It's a thing. And what what a what a word to use secrets. Already it like gives you this curiosity what's going to happen next. Secret. Awesome, awesome. This is really nice. So thank you so much, Rohit, for coming onto a podcast. Thinking that we, we, you know, you could share your really intimate personal journey with us. Thank you so much for this. We listened a lot. I think me and Sarjani were never so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> we were like so just so mesmerized by this man. If you don't know how he looks, go on our page. We're gonna release some clips. But we really like. It's really amazing to to listen to somebody who, you know has the capability to really express something and 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 likes to express and share i think if you want to share something that's already a big step mm. many people are not even willing to do that so thank you for sharing it and i'm really sure it's not the last time you're going to be on the EO podcast for sure, for sure. Yeah. and i want to say that i'm super excited to be here on this show because uh, the secret that i'm talking about the secret is um itself in the name of your podcast yeah it says extraordinary ordinary mm-hmm. right what did you mean when you put this name in there baby um yeah so we just felt that ordinary people have extraordinary stories and extraordinary powers and extraordinary things to say Life's so yeah exactly because ordinary people which are not as established as a celebrity or so are still extraordinary beings and they have so much wisdom and so much so many secrets and so much to say you know so that's the reason we we felt like absolutely so that's the that's actually one of the, your name itself holds the secret that ordinary people have extraordinary abilities or powers or things that they never knew existed and the moment they are able to um in any form they are able to tap into that mm-hmm. you know um it's a, it's a paradigm shift forever oh my god like 
this this is coming from a man who's done it guys so please well, i haven't done it ah. yet <laughs> i'm not you're, you're but you're on the best path, path to exactly. to discover mm. that's really nice so we've actually spoken to someone who is practicing something every day that's really interesting thank you super super amazing you can see that right yeah. don't you devi like yeah. you can actually see that uh, that he's yeah he's just not read this in a book somewhere like that it just feels like yeah it's something yeah you you can feel that mm. in him mm. wow it's, i have to tell you this that um, uh, even sometimes back i was thinking like you know what am i going to i was because i knew this podcast is here and i have to be here and i have to speak and stuff and always there's i was not sure which direction you're going to go i was like are they going to talk about like or your past experiences what did you do and how did this thing you know i was like hmm, i don't know what they they may talk a little bit about this or that but but i think it's it's pretty cool the way you uh, took the whole thing and the way it uh, came out and and i think the way the kind of questions you asked because uh, some were a little broad stroke <laughs> some were mm. a little you know to the point because the uh, the female male was a very like to the point uh, question so obviously there is a lot you can talk mm. about yeah interactions and so many uh, things but um, but i'm really happy and i'm really glad to be on your podcast i've been uh, waiting for it for quite some time and it's it's actually an honor to be here oh, wow. and thank you so much the honor is ours the privilege is ours is it yeah thank you mm-hmm. see it's like a mountain when you're on a mountain what you say is what you hear back oh, which means the privilege is mine what a <laughs> that's a great note to end the show on like really damn good yeah right? that's a thank you so much rohit for being part of this thank you Absolutely. rohit thank, thank you so much, much thank you thank you so much Maybe see you soon.